Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode number 68 of Robots on it's Typewriters. Not. Uh, it's not. I thought if I said it with confidence, it would be right. Is it 69? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Nice. <laughs> nice. Um, I think I just realized that 69 I... 69 is a, an innuendo. <laughs> yeah, I think I just got it for the first time. <laughs> um, so I think I realized that I my the way I say my name, like the I'm Allison, is just like almost like parodying you. Like it's like I think my hello is my I'm own. I'm Justin. I'm <laughs> Amy. Yeah. Do you, you hear that mocking tone in my voice every time I do? I'm yeah, I Allison. wonder why sometimes you say, I'm Justin. I'm like, no, you're Allison. <laughs> uh, anyway, what are we doing here? What is this? This, this is, is a podcast. podcast. <laughs> called Robots on Typewriters. I'm glad. You asked. Thanks. Yeah, no, this is a podcast called Robots and Typewriters, where we talk about computational creativity, all kinds of cool, interesting, funny, creative, uh, entertaining stuff that people make with AI, computers, random random generalizations, Um, (laughs) random, that's what what, uh, ProcGen stands for, right? Procedural generalization, good God. Procedural generation. Um, AI. I probably already said that one. Computers. I think I already said that one too. This is going great. AI. Computers. Computers. <laughs> AI. Generalations. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, we have two segments on this show. The first one is our zesty hat, where one of us talks about something cool that we have found recently that we want to... Um, that we want to talk about and tell each other about and tell you about. And the second category... <laughs> Good God. The second category <laughs> of topic on this show. <laughs> the second to- uh, segment is our trashy toy, where we use all that stuff that we talk about and play a game. And it is my turn to do the zesty hat. And if, if this intro... Uh, says anything, it's gonna go great. Um, I have a I have a tiny Twitter bot corner this week um, because uh, recently discovered this Twitter bot and I <laughs> was so confused by its existence because I thought that Justin came up with this idea, but it, it's such a popular Twitter bot that I realized that like we you are did you already know that the wiki title singable to to the Teenage Mutant Industry. No, <laughs> so me and that have the same reason we love it. It's an XKCD comic. Oh. So if you okay. go into the description, it says based on XKCD uh, number whatever. Yes, I'm looking at it right now. Oh, have I ever seen this comic? I don't know. XKCD? Um, yeah, I, I've never heard of this in my life. It's it's so funny. Um, <laughs> she sits here and reads the entire back catalog <laughs> of XKCD. Um, no, but because uh, uh, Justin has a particular set of skills, which strictly <laughs> include having um, an acute awareness for when things scan perfectly to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song. And we had briefly talked about making a Twitter bot like this. Um, and for, at Halloween time, making it only uh, do spooky, scary skeletons uh, instead of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, because Justin also has an acute sense of what scans in spooky, scary skeletons. Um, but uh, I found it's that this 
It is a gift. Uh, I found that this Twitter bot already exists. It is highly popular. It has like 38,000 followers. Um, but uh, and, and it's fantastic. And it, it's one of those Twitter bots that instead of just like, it's not just words, it actually creates like a graphical uh, uh representation of the thing and so it um the thing just from to, uh from fantastic yeah, four exactly for example some of the wikipedia articles that this thing has posted recently boston public health commission alan greenberg film director <laughs> brandon williams wide receiver there's a lot of ones that are wide receiver and i'm a big fan of those for some reason i think they're very funny west australian state <laughs> premiership dreaming of a jewish christmas Quinto Ponce, Puerto Rico. Oh, this is a good one. What? Give it Peter Fricker, sports physician. <laughs> that is very good. Peter Fricker. <laughs> Peter Fricker? That sounds like a Ned Flanders way to swear. <laughs> Willow Island, West Virginia. <laughs> Bureau of the Fiscal Service. Christian Values Party, Sweden. Oh, Manning River Snapping Turtle. Uh, yep, I'm on that Actually one now. ending in turtle. Um, yeah, so uh, it's just, it's a very fun Twitter bot. Uh, and it is like, it, it, it clearly captures something that we particularly love very much. Um, so definitely follow that one. It is, it's great. Um, but my, my big hat this week is something called um, Music Transformer. Um, yeah. Which is pretty much what it sounds like um yeah so this is it's made by a team from google including ian simon Chengji anna huang i'm so bad jesse engel curtis hawthorne monica din dinculescu yeah so this is um music transformer um a while ago actually now that i'm looking at the original article it looks like they they put they published this um in december of last year um, it's just an article um, called Music Transformer, Generating Music with Long-Term Structure. Um, and basically uh, what it is, is an attention-based neural network that can generate music with improved long-term coherence. Um, there are some... Uh, wow, I'm learning about all kinds of things just looking at this for the first time. What's performance RNN? The... Basically, it's it's a, it's a music neural net. It's a music transformer. And um, what is newsworthy right now is that it is now um they have a an interactive collab notebook that you can play around with yourself um uh, if, and... you, if you don't mind uh so jesse angle's recent work is on end-to-end -end speech recognition or as i prefer mm. to call it end-to-end -end speech recognition <laughs> very good <laughs> yeah so uh this there's a there's a collab notebook which um if you if you are unfamiliar collab is a um tool by google that it basically allows you to share um code and uh in a way that like <laughs> that lets you use it there's probably much better ways to say this if yeah, i were it's google docs idiot. for code yeah, um, and, and so it's how we've used uh, GPT-2 some, and it's how we used um, the GPT-2 GPT adventure that we uh, played last week. Um, you can use TextGen RNN with it. Max Wolf has it set up. We actually have a collab notebook set up on TextGen RNN, too. Um, and it's just, it's a really cool way to uh, allow other people to use, um, use your code who might not know exactly how to, you know, do all that stuff. Uh, and um, basically what uh, what Music Transformer is, is um, I'll just read some of 
some of their stuff because their words are always going to be better than mine. We trained each Transformer model on hundreds and thousands of piano recordings. We forced um, a robot to watch a thousand hours <laughs> of Beethoven. That's kind of what it is. <laughs> um, they uh, they got a bunch of um, piano recordings from YouTube that were that had like you know licenses that allowed for use, um, and they uh, made their data set out of uh, ten thousand over ten thousand hours of piano recordings. <laughs> so yeah, this yeah, <laughs> and. Um, these transcriptions allowed them to train symbolic musical model music models on a representation that carries the expressive performance characteristics from the original recording. Recording. So, two of the samples that they have um, that they have are it's two little. Um, the one is a generated continuation for the opening of Debussy. Is that how you say his name? Claire de Lune, um, and it's lovely. It's very nice yeah. sounding. And then there's a uh, generated accompaniment for Row, Row, Row Your Boat. If you just have that hankering to do karaoke to Row, Row, Row Your Boat, there's a you can have a robot make the backing track just straight up for you now. Wow. So I'm, I'm reading how they did this because I was wondering if they like made a transformer that can like do stuff with audio data and mm -hmm. it's actually really cool so they got because like there's it's not like there are transcriptions just sitting with the youtube videos so like mm -hmm. step one of this is a tool i guess they already made like a while back where they can turn the sound into like a midi into like you know the okay yeah yeah the yeah. tabs basically um so they first like first there's a program that can just listen to a YouTube like clip of piano and turn it into tabs, which is like amazingly wow. <laughs> cool to begin with. Yeah. And then that's like in a certain way of thinking about it, those tabs are language. So like transformer, sure, yeah. like something like GPT can or something like something that's using the same architecture as GPT can work with it since it's language yeah. like it can be written out like it. Uh, in, as text so the transformer is working on the midi it makes it generates space like it generates a midi because that's what it's being fed and then their program that can turn waves into midis can turn them back it is appropriately called okay. wave to midi to wave <laughs> lovely with the numbers two in there yeah, so it turns it back into like sound and that's how like it sounds like some it doesn't sound like a a midi piano MIDI clip file, it, like yeah. it sounds like a real like youtube video of someone playing it or something yeah so it's yeah it's very very cool um thank you for breaking that down for me an idiot as always um after so, all this yeah. time after all these episodes <laughs> yeah <laughs> after all these episodes Can't. yes after all um, this time yeah <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, but so if you want to, um, go play around with the collab notebook, um, we'll, we'll include links in the episode description and everything and probably, um, tweet it out with the episode. Um, yeah, go, go make some music, make some music with a transformer. You've always wanted to. Now you can. Oh, wow. So I'm figuring out what some of this stuff is. So you were talking about unconditioned clips and like 
condition yeah. like pro- melody primed clips or something sure yeah. so if it was if it was melody prime that's like the wc or the row 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 your boat where it's like got something to start and then it's like trying to continue like that's like using okay, light yeah. with transformer where the yeah. unconditioned ones are more like using gpt2 without hitting like just hitting the tab key on right with transformer without having anything in there so it's just okay. like what do you got in that big brain of yours transformer like just give me something <laughs> okay so okay, unconditioned cool. is just like out of nowhere and then the prime stuff okay. is like i'll start you off with something real and you can show me what you can do with it very cool okay that makes sense okay cool so that's that's music transformer uh, yeah i yeah. would highly recommend giving it a listen it's one of the cooler projects, like this is when I first was checking this out, it was like probably the coolest thing I've seen since we first like saw GPT-2 in action. So I would very highly recommend people actually go check this out, listen to some. And they they write it out uh, in a pretty digestible way. Like it's yeah. it's at least not walls of text. It's some text, yeah. some pictures and some audio. Well, bonus video, our former intern, Chris Donahue, liked one of Music Transformers samples at the top of the page so much, he learned to play it himself. Here's a video of Chris's performance. And to bring the blog full circle, we're re-showing our opening sample, resynthesized using a WaveNet model from our recent Wave 2 MIDI 2 Wave project. And it's, you'll know it's neurally synthesized. Oh my God, wait a second. It's WaveNet that's making the... Oh, this is so much cooler now. So What's you know, I was, you know how I was raving about how it sounds like it's an actual like person playing a piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's WaveNet synthesis. You know those really good Google voices, like Google. Yes, like, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. WaveNet synthesis. It's okay. all the same synthesis. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That awesome, uh, awesome hat. Really, am excited about that, and I'm. I, I want to go recheck it out because I don't think I gave it the proper uh, attention the first time I saw it. It's so cool. Yeah. Well, All taking right. off my hat, I can give it to you to put on later when you look back into Music Transformer. <laughs> yeah. Like, give me that hat to put back on later when no one's around. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes when no one's looking, I like to put on your hats and wear them. <laughs> that just means you like play around with some Twitter bots. Exactly. <laughs> Anyway, now it's time for the trashy toy. And this toy is a, it's something borrowed and something blue. This is oh. a, a, an old favorite of ours, like pretty much the first game we ever played with anything like this, combined yeah. with our new obsession. That's right. This is Jupiter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is Jeopardy, but also GPT. <laughs> One of the first games we ever played with generative stuff at all was trying to play Jeopardy with Botnik. Uh, there's like an ancient YouTube video of us doing that in the very early days of Botnik. Mm-hmm. And now we're really into GPT stuff. So I'm going to, I made a Botnik keyboard. I, I mean, I made it like two years ago now, but I still made it. <laughs> A Botnik keyboard trained on a big old data set of Jeopardy questions and answers, or answers and questions, I suppose. And I am going to, we're just going to take turns writing questions. Well, you know how Jeopardy works. We're going to be <laughs> writing answers for each other. And then right. we'll each attempt to give the question for that, you know, what is GPT-2? 
And then we'll see what the actual question should have been. But instead of having an actual sheet of questions here, we will ask right with Transformer how to complete each Jeopardy answer and question pair. Hell yeah. And oh, I should, I am, we've been bad about doing this. We talk about these tools like everyone knows everything we use. <laughs> so Botnik yeah. is a website that lets you use a tool called Voicebox where you can give it a text of any description and you make basically the autocomplete function on your phone, like the suggestive text function where you can put in words and it suggests what the next word should be. So you, we have that trained on Jeopardy questions and answers. So it's all auto-completing to make Jeopardy stuff. And right with Transformer, just like the Google tool that Allison just shared, is a transformer, a uh, memory and attention-based neural network that is pretty good with language. And it figures out in text uh, what the important words are. Write with Transformer is a tool by Hugging Face that lets you write some of your own stuff and then let Transformer take over for a little while. Not unlike uh, Google giving the music Transformer some Debussy and then letting Transformer take over for a while. So let us begin. I have I started writing a couple of questions because yeah, I I've been am writing sometimes one slow. Just now. Perfect. All right, uh, let's get this started. We both know how to play Botnik Jeopardy at this point. Yeah. My first question for you. Well, my first answer, whatever. This man put a peach in his arm. <laughs> That's such a good question. That's so simple. Um, yeah, I the I think that that was probably where Raul Dahl got the idea for James and the Giant Peach. So I think it was Raul Dahl, who is actually a Botnik Jeopardy uh, favorite. He featured heavily in the that video that we made. Oh, well, I did not know that. <laughs> nope, that's <laughs> yeah. not correct. Uh, uh, it was actually, that man put the peach in his own arm. <laughs> but who was he? <laughs> I I like that Transformer just seems awestruck. Like, wow, this man put a peach in his arm. Put a peach in his own arm. It's a whole huh. damn peach in his a own peach. arm. A <laughs> peach. Can you believe it? It's very cute. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, I've got one for you. This device yep. is famous for widespread betrayal of the company who launched the cannon to Geneva. Hmm. So the it's company that launched the yours. cannon. All right. So the company that launched the cannon to Geneva. I'm uh -huh, gonna say. I don't know. What's a what's a Swiss company? But wait, a Swiss <laughs> company that made a cannon. Where's like. <laughs> Where's Canon, the camera company, from? <laughs> I'm going to say <laughs> they're Swiss. And then I'll say that the device that betrayed them mm -hmm. was a different camera. I'm going to say okay. this is the Nikon Coolpix. Uh, yeah, no. Um, actually, the answer to that question, uh, this device is famous for a widespread betrayal of the company who launched the Canon to Geneva. It was designed to destroy the planet in a matter of minutes. Uh, yes. Yeah. I, I forgot that you weren't asking me what the device was. You just wanted more information about the topic. <laughs> yeah, I have a feeling that's that's what this game is all about. It's just a slight Yeah, expansion. this is more of a narrative Jeopardy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, like man, Jeopardy more so if it was a narrative. This is like if Jeopardy was those people that go, 
This is actually more of a comment than a question. <laughs> I don't know how common those people are in in other people's lives. <laughs> uh, actually, this is uh, this is actually the questions monster. <laughs> the question is the name of the answer. Oh God! All right. In July, Janet dreams of this young lady. <laughs> in july janet dreams of this young lady well um it's getting to be spooky time and i've seen rocky horror picture show maybe twice in my life we've been talking about it uh and so i'm gonna say that janet from we're talking about the of rocky horror picture show of course it yep. dreams of that maid lady whose name i was confirmed last night is magenta <laughs> magenta you mean the library mm. they use to make music transformer <laughs> yeah yeah that's exactly what i'm talking about uh sorry the correct answer was she had her first date with a gentleman it's the first time in her life she's kissed a man oh isn't that the that isn't that kind of what isn't that like kind of the situation isn't she like doesn't she like have sex with rocky and it's like it's like her sexual awakening or something. I don't know. I've seen Rocky Horror like twice. I don't fucking know. Yes. I've also <laughs> seen it like twice. Uh, all right. One fun thing about Jupiter is that if you do it all in one document, right with Transformer continues to kind of keep themes, but like learn how <laughs> you want these structured. That is it. Yeah. All right, um, my next question for you. In the dictionary, a little demon in a little league means this. Oh, that sounds like your favorite kind of thing. Child baseball, <laughs> yeah. but also like De the Little occult. demons? Yeah. Little demon? Yeah. Little demon baseball? <laughs> little demon baseball. I'll say little demon, little league. So, I mean... There's a team, the Tampa Bay Rays, that used to be the Tampa Bay Devil Rays. So, it's Tampa Bay Devil Ray. Ooh, I'm sorry. The answer is, in parentheses, see the dictionary entry for little demon in a little league. A little demon in the big league means this. A little demon in a big league. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I just moved to a new city and I'm just feeling like a little demon in a big league. I feel like I'm a little demon in the major leagues. The <laughs> folksy saying from a, the rural area I grew up. I actually had to get rid of my first question because it was trying too much to expand on the the device that was that betrayed yeah. the. Uh, so I think I I'm found a, after I write a question, I've been putting a colon and then giving a new line. And that's uh. helping GPT know that I want something different. Okay. <laughs> like something related, but like don't finish the sentence. Yeah. All right. Um, Old-fashioned umbrellas are more popular than these huggable toys. Ooh, <laughs> old-fashioned umbrellas are definitely, I would say, um, uh, I would say they're definitely more popular than... Um, then, uh, uh, I 
can't think of a single huggable toy. What the fuck? Then Beanie Babies. They're far that that craze. The 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 old fashioned umbrellas craze. People always talk about like the Beanie Babies fad, but like hmm. they don't talk about the old fashioned umbrellas phase. That was, that's how popular that it is. Yeah, it's like it's just common knowledge. Like it's just it's just part of our yeah. Fiber it's like you don't talk about yeah. air. Like it's just yeah, there exactly. all the time. Yeah, they're they're all over. Uh, I'm looking sorry. at. You're looking at old-fashioned umbrellas all through the room. I can see like eight of them just by looking ahead in in my in my office right now. You work in an umbrella factory. Sorry, yeah. the I mean, actual answer was um, the old-fashioned umbrellas are more popular than this huggable toy, the umbrella. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, that's right. That's right. Because, um, like, when people tried to, like, newfangle design the, the, to redesign the old-fashioned umbrella, they made it into, like, a huggable, cuddly toy for kids because they thought that's what would sell. But uh, that was just not, not, not nearly as popular. Exactly. How could it be? Well, GPT's rounded into form. It's given me answers kind of like what I would expect them to look like at this point. Oh, Wow. Uh, this city is sometimes referred to by men as a boy cabin. <laughs> All right. What's a gay city? <laughs> a boy cabin. <laughs> it's referred to by men as a boy cabin. So <laughs> something a little predatory about this city. Mm. Maybe it's like a college town. Okay. Is it like Ann Arbor, Michigan. Uh, all right. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not right or wrong. Just, it'd be really disconcerting if someone answered a question on Jeopardy and Alex Trebek was just like, um, okay. Uh, 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 yeah, I'm sorry. The The answer is actually, or, or a more accurate answer is, this is a good place to go if you want to see a good, clean house with no kids or alcohol or drugs on the premises. Well... My three, the three things I hate the most, kids, alcohol, and drugs and on the premises. And the Holy premises. Ghost. Um. <laughs> three things that I hate the most. The drugs, the kids, and a cold mimosa. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, so that's what they call a boy cabin. Mm. It's a whole city, but... Yeah, <laughs> the whole uh, a whole city is a boy cabin if it doesn't have any kids. <laughs> Correct. If it doesn't have any boys, it's a boy cabin. I see. Yeah, that makes sense. This company is considered by Michael to be his buddy. <laughs> oh, uh, Michael and his buddy. Uh, I wonder what Michael we're talking about here. Um, I'm I'm blanking on. Any Michael I've ever heard of and I'm can only blanking. think of my grandmother. <laughs> I'm blanking. Your grandmother's name is Michael? <laughs> I, meant, <laughs> I meant grandfather. Um, As this, you were. Is it, yeah. Um, this company was my grandfather's buddy. Hmm. I'm going to assume, because you call, um, th that's how you refer to like a basketball team, right? Like it's like the company of... Um, of, the company of, of buddies, Duke. yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he was really coming into Duke to the basketball. floor. The Chicago Company of Buddies, the Bulls, welcome. the Company of Duke, the whatever the hell <laughs> they are. I don't know shit about what I'm trying to say right now. 
I'm going to say it's the Duke basketball team. Oh, sorry. This is the Umbrella Company. <laughs> oh, fuck. Right. That was around that time. Uh, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, this is just when old-fashioned umbrellas were going out of favor and the new right. huggable toy umbrellas were coming up. Right. Uh, your next question is, Lads of Queens in this state went against the Republicans in 1862. Lads of Queen or Queens? Mm -hmm. Queens. Plural. Correct. Okay, not Freddie Mercury, Brian May, and the, uh, I'm sure there's other lads in Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, yeah. Ringo and Ja, Ja. Yeah, and Ja Rule. <laughs> Ringo and Ja Rule. <laughs> it's bound to happen. All right. Modern, what? No, I'm, I read the word modern. I didn't hear it. Lads in, lads, lads of, queen of queens in this state. In this state, yeah. Went against Republicans in 1860, not one? 1862. Okay, so the Republican at the time would have been Abe Lincoln. So lads of queen. I mean, Charlotte, North Carolina is the queen city. So I'm going to say uh, lads of North Carolina. Mm. Okay, that's a good that's a good answer. Um, but unfortunately, God, <laughs> so long. -winded. God. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the, the answer is actually we need to keep those who know the truth behind the story of John Wilkes Booth, who was the assassin of President Lincoln. Uh, I was up. I was kind of on the right track, but not yeah. quite. So where the hell was that guy from? Oh, yeah. I have a question for you now. Oh. <laughs> I was <laughs> I writing one, writing. but I forgot that I have one sitting there. Oh. <laughs> Francis Adjective works for this mythological figure. Oh, oh, Francis Adjective. Uh, that's my... I, I love Francis Adjective. Um, and this is a... This is a um, it's about the book Francis Adjective. Um, this is one of my favorite books. Yeah, it's like you heard of Johnny Mnemonic, that <laughs> movie slash book about, I think he was like a gangster or something. Well, this was the straight to DVD ripoff of it, Francis Adjective. Yes. And she, the question is, she worked for what god? Uh, what mythological figure? What mythological figure? Um, I'm going to say she was a straight up secretary to Hades. Uh, kind of close. Francis Adjective works for the King of Kings. Oh, the King of Kings. Yeah, that's what they called him. Hades, the King of Kings. Yeah, that's what they, that's absolutely what they called him. I, I kind of yeah, forgot uh, that. Upon review, you, yeah, no, it's one of those things in Jeopardy where like a few rounds later they say, your answer, Hades, in round three was deemed right by the judges. <laughs> so we've given yeah. you $400. Wow, thank you. For $400. All right. Uh, your next question is, years of this magazine of Jesus diplomats created the first octopus. Wow. That was like a, I am so <laughs> random. I is so random, like 2000s <laughs> meme. What was it? Gears or years? Years. Years of Jesus. Years of this magazine. magazine. Years of this magazine of Jesus diplomats. Created the first octopus. Years of this magazine of Jesus Diplomat. Magazine of Jesus. Is this like the Church of Latter-day Saints? Mm, yeah. The Jesus Diplomats, they call themselves. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 
you're wrong. Um, and you won't believe the answer. And it won't stop. You won't believe number seven. Good lord, the sentence just won't end. All right, I'm calling that the end. Uh, the answer is actually a young man named Paul F. Tompkins, one of the most highly trained officers of the Royal Navy, who served with the British squadron at the Battle of Trafalgar, wrote to the American diplomat. Ah, oh, wow. I'm glad Paul F. Tompkins made an appearance. <laughs> I'm glad that we finally get to talk about his military history, because everybody just thinks of him as a, as a podcast guy, but nobody's ever thanking him for his service to the Royal Navy, and I think that's important. Yeah, I think it's important that we as Americans thank him for betraying the country where he was born and grew up, uh, yeah. serving in the Royal Navy, and then returning here and hey, never hey, once hey. addressing it. He wrote to the American diplomat. He kept ties. Uh, he did write. To, well, he wrote to the Jesus diplomat. Well, yeah, but he also wrote to the American diplomat. That I mean, he Jesus wrote to is a lot American as apple pie. Am I right? <laughs> exactly. The Church of Latter-day Saints he is. Uh, modern Quakers with Indian energy are much more average than these mad mermaids. <laughs> oh, the absolute mad mermaid. Um, <laughs> uh, wait, okay, what's the question? Modern Quaker. Quakers with Indian uh -huh. energy are much okay. more average than these mad mermaids. Than these mad mermaids. Okay. Um uh I'm I'm going to I think the the answer is it's just those, you know, those performers that like put on mermaid tails and and swim around in pools and call themselves mermaids. That kind uh, of was mermimes. right there in the question, but yeah, mermimes. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, they also don't speak cuz they're underwater. They can't yeah, they. I mean, they could go like, but who's going to listen to that? They certainly could do that. Uh, sorry, the answer was the mermaids, a Muppet's favorite food. <laughs> what? A Muppet's favorite <laughs> The mermaids, food? a Muppet's favorite food. <laughs> the Muppets ate mermaids? <laughs> yeah, that's why there aren't any Muppets left, because mermaids are so rare. Oh my God, crazy. Miss Piggy and Kermit sitting down to a plate of a uh, grilled mermaid. All right. Dubbed the Canadian Monopoly, this modern holiday is sometimes worthy of silk and tourism. All right. The Canadian Monopoly, worthy mm -hmm. of silk and tourism. I'm trying to think of a holiday that's Canadian. Like, all I can think of is, like, Canada Day and Thanksgiving. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, like, silk? Monopoly? I guess they don't have a monopoly on Thanksgiving, so I'm going to say Canada Day. Okay. <laughs> uh, well, the, the more accurate answer is, and that's just the start of the story, the next day the country is flooded with people and tourists who will not be able to escape. <laughs> ah, so this was all, that was like, uh, instead of running ads in the middle of Jeopardy, Jeopardy now sells like one or two questions to different advertisers and that was like the canadian tourism board yes correct yeah yeah sorry i gotcha. oh, there, there's there's no law in canada about being upfront about that so they kind of get around get around it hashtag ad uh and it makes sense since alex trebek's canadian that he's gonna like sneak mm. in the canadian tourism board ads not even mentioned exactly what are you gonna mm. do the sneaky canadian oscar talks to me this is the first thing he said. 
<sighs> sounds like something that it sounds like a child talking to a parent about a little demon and this is this is actually the first line of the book little demon in a little league <laughs> um which is exactly the case so this is the first thing he said join the baseball team buddy uh no, that's not the first thing he said. He did eventually say that to me. But the first thing he said was, oh, I'll, I'll go away. Oh. <laughs> Imagine someone coming up to talk to you and the first thing they said is, I'll go, oh, I'll go away. Like, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even say hello. Poor guy. Um, so here's your next question. It might sound like these two sentences are unrelated, but they're, they're very related. Disneyland arrests every merchant in Philadelphia. <laughs> this man put his buddy in the news. Hmm, a merchant in Philadelphia mm -hmm. that got arrested. Mm-hmm. Um, in Disneyland. In oh yeah, Disneyland arrests them. Is there like a mascot? Oh yeah, what about like Gritty? He's the, I feel like Gritty <laughs> would be at Disneyland. Yeah, somebody better lock that guy up from what I've seen. That makes it sound like I know some shit about him that everybody else. I mean, know. you've seen if you've seen him, he you probably know that he needs to be locked up. Okay, I just didn't know if we were loving gritty and everything he was doing, or if we felt. Oh like yeah, he he's cool, stopped. but I mean, he okay. he he is a creep. <laughs> he is a creep. Uh, it, it wasn't gritty, um, because this happened well before the conception of gritty. Uh, the answer is actually. Now we're looking at the guy that was on the way out and the kid who came out to his car with his father. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, the kid came out to his car with his father. Wait, yeah, that wasn't it was, what you it said. Was... The kid didn't come out to his car. <laughs> That's what I know. I didn't even read it like that until I read it out loud. But I like the idea of this kid trying to come out to his dad. So he goes on a drive with his dad and is like, hey, <laughs> Ford Focus, we've had a lot of good times together, and I just wanted to let you know something about myself. <laughs> Dad's like, uh, who are you, you talking to me? No, no. <laughs> you just keep Dad, on driving. <laughs> We're having a moment. So I was, I, I forgot that you still had to give me that answer, and I was mindlessly like generating more content, and I forgot that you're supposed to do a botnik question. So I just generated a short story. And oh, I encourage good. you to do the same with your existing document. Okay. Well, I keep deleting um, everything. Uh, you fool. Yeah. Uh, well, here's a little story for you. You can do with what you wish. Okay. Oscar is a very quiet person. Oscar is also <laughs> one of the best actors in the world. He is Fun. the main character in the hit movie, The Curious Case of Benjamin Button. He plays the role oh, of a mute wait. scientist. Uh, okay. You may be thinking, wasn't that Brad Pitt? Nope, that was Oscar. <laughs> Oscar, right, yes. That's how good Oscar, why do you think they named the award after him? What, that's what I was just, yeah, I know, now, like, I never really put that together until just now. Yeah, it's not called the Brad Pitts. <laughs> the Brad Pitts. This is the absolute Brad Pitts. <laughs> I like the idea of Oscar, the most the best actor in the world, star of Curious Case of Benjamin Button, in which he played Brad Pitt playing Benjamin Button, coming up to someone and the first thing he says is, oh, I'll go away. <laughs> you think he's actually down on himself or do you think that's just like he does that to get sympathy? Oh, I don't know. I think- Or is it know, method? He's prepping for a role. 
Or is he a meth head? Is he prepping for a role in <laughs> Requiem for a Dream? I don't know. Yeah, could be that. Meth? I don't think that's about meth. I don't think so either. I don't know. I can't think of a meth movie. Breaking Bad, the movie. Uh, I just wrote a question that I really like. You can go for it. I'm still writing this one. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jimmy Trampoline rhymes with the name of this band. <laughs> Jimmy Trampoline rhymes with the name of this band. Uh-huh. Um, who Trampoline? Uh, Timmy Vamps the Queen. <laughs> uh, they are great, but that's not who this question was about. Um, the band is about three guys in a small town with a large following. And I, because I really wanted it to come up, I wanted it to come up with a name. I typed in the band is called. Uh, the band is called P O B. Hmm. What could that Pimmy? Obviously. <laughs> P O B. Pimmy uh, Ovampoline. Pimmy Ovampoline. That's like not too far from your. What did you? What was? Did you say Bamp in yours? Yeah. Yeah. Not too you you were you were probably thinking of it. It's really easy to confuse those two. Common misconception. Jim, Timmy. Timmy's the name. Vamp is the name of the of Timmy's doctor. <laughs> doctor Acula is the name of Timmy's vamp doctor. <laughs> the blank line in this state has been named Andy. Um, I think that's probably we're probably talking about what we've renamed the Mason Dixon line, which is in a few states as far as i know right mm -hmm. uh, which ones one of them is <laughs> <laughs> one of them is virginia mm, maybe <laughs> maybe but that's not the answer to this question the answer to this question is the blank line in this state has been named andy the man in the blue shirt oh what state is that in no, that is or the what, state. That that is the state. Sorry, sorry, sorry. What? Okay, yeah, that's that's a great state to visit. He used to be in Texas, but then he declared himself a sovereign state. Oh, so it's just a guy. I I get it. I get it. And his name is Andy. Yeah, I get it. Well, he has been named Andy. Now he's just he, called the oh, man in the blue okay. shirt. Oh, okay. All right. The son is a little lady named Hannah on this island. <laughs> Oh man, I the like son these. Is, is is like the like S U N. I, I really like that the the these people are just declaring themselves other things. <laughs> Where could Hannah be that she would think that she is the sun? Maybe she's on maybe she's in Cuba. Okay, she might be. Um but the actual uh correct answer to this question is and when she shines, her son is a little guy called Jacob. Ooh, it's beautiful. <laughs> it, is, it is very beautiful. It's like the beginning of a lovely song. And his son is a man named Andy. <laughs> this is the story of a man named Andy. <laughs> and he declared himself a very sovereign state. <laughs> All right, about one more question each. That's what I was going to say. That sounds good to me. <laughs> wow. I love this question. All right. Oh, it's my turn to ask, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
Hold on. Let me see. Let me get a good answer for for it because it's a good question. How much would you like to wager? Uh, all of it. Very bold of you. This 15-year-old virgin is a little punk. (laughs) Uh, rude. Um... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I my answer is just gonna be a big old diss. <laughs> Who do I want to? What kind of? What fifteen year old do I want to fucking dunk on right now? You know, with the setup to that question, I'm glad you continued to say fucking dunk on. <laughs> um, who? I, there, nobody's who's f- fifteen. I'm just gonna say <laughs> my neighbor. Carl. <laughs> yeah, that's the name of a real 15-year-old, Carl. Actually, uh I'm going to and and I'm going to say that this is this is taking place in the universe of Teenage Dirtbag by Wheatus. <laughs> he's the boyfriend. Carl is the boyfriend. He okay. Yeah. So you're saying that he's actually a virgin and he's a little punk. Yeah. I mean, Ooh, yeah. sorry. The answer is the girl from the band, the girl with the huge glasses. <laughs> oh, I don't like that it's a girl. <laughs> I So as I was generating it too, it only let me, it, I kept hitting generate and I kept saying the girl no matter what. <laughs> and then it once I got to from the band, I was like, okay. And then it gave me the girl with, and I was like, okay. And it said the huge, and I was like, uh-oh. And one of the <laughs> options was tits. I was like, what the oh, fuck? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. With the, with the huge glasses. I want a girl with a band and huge <laughs> glasses. <laughs> it's very good. Uh, all right. Well, let's round off this game with... The last question for you, which is, if this plant is considered for the Yankees, football kids in sports will defy Dracula. (laughs) This sounds like it's not written by Botnik. It's written by you talking about sports. (laughs) Football kids for the Yankees. We were supposed to be using Botnik? Hmm. This I plant, just wrote a fun question about sports. This plant for the Yankees defies Dracula and is if this, fo- yeah. football kids. Yeah, if if we if this plant is considered for the Yankees, if there is even a thought that this plant gets drafted to the Yankees, then football kids in sports are gonna lose their shit and finally take a stand against Dracula. Alright, alright, yep. Yeah. I think the only plant that could inspire kids to take down Dracula is garlic. So I think it's got to be like mm. Johnny Garlic. Mm, that makes sense. But <laughs> it's wrong. The answer is you can even say the plant's name and get your friends to say it in your presence. I am sorry. I am just so disappointed. Thanks so much for taking time out of your day to talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I'm always happy to do this podcast <laughs> with you. I think the Transformer just knew how to end it. <laughs> that could be our new sign-off. Yeah, honestly, I, I, it, it's very in line with my sensibility. Yeah, we should just, at the end of every episode, apologize to the audience and thank them so yeah. much for taking their day to spend time <laughs> with us. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it always, it's, it's always good to stay humble.
if you want us to apologize to you directly, you can find us on social media. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, j- j- that was Jupiter the Jupiter T. It's fun to say. Jupiter T. Jupiter T. It's very good. Um uh yeah, that was so much fun. I love Jeopardy just never gets old with this. We sh- we don't play it enough. Um uh, no, it's that was great, and GPT two was a great addition to <laughs> Jeopardy. Um, it's the a great uh, fact checking team behind the scenes. Uh, just really knows all the answers. Yeah, I think uh, it's it's always good to have an expert. Yeah, yeah, you gotta for something like Jeopardy. What you just gonna use Wikipedia? That would then not even be Jeopardy. That would be wikipedia yeah well yeah if you do want us to apologize to you directly for anything you can email us at robots at batcamp.org or you can tweet at us at robot typewriter we live on a website called batcamp and our theme song is video challenge by anamataguchi and um oh i was gonna give some more information about the the 15 year old virgin who's a little punk the girl from the band the girl with the huge glasses she is a mm. young starlet who plays with her girlfriends and is on the verge of breaking into the music industry. She wants to make a name for herself. Oh, good for her. Well, I'm she, She's a little punk. Her. Yeah, I'm rooting for her. She's a little punk and she's got multiple girlfriends. So it, no, nothing about it was derogatory. It's like, yeah, she's a 15-year-old virgin. Like, you don't have to rush into things. She's 15, for yeah, God's sakes. No, Why are we even talking punk. about this? And yeah. she's she's a little punk, but it's yeah. you know it's like a rock pop mix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She plays with her friends for the masses. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on, let's find out what her name is. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Her name is a word. God. Meaning. Oh my God! It's giving it to me one letter at a time. Oh no. <laughs> her name is a word meaning F O O L. Okay, so we can deduce that her name is what, like Idiot? <laughs> yeah. Okay, her name is Idiot. It's kind of a, kind of a cool name for a musical act. Which means, oh my, never mind. Let's just call it there. Yep, there's a girl named Idiot who plays music with her <laughs> girlfriends. Keep going, Idiot. We're here for you. Buy your first album.